0: Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap, Connecting Business Perspectives with your hosts, myself, Colton Cockrell, and Tricia Stetzel. Our goal is to bridge the generational, gender, and life experience gap in business through our unique styles of gathering information from our guests. Now let's get it started. All right. Hello, everyone. and Welcome to Bridge the Gap. First Wednesday of the month. And that means that Trisha Stetzel, my lovely co host, and myself are going to be breaking down what happened last month. Um, and obviously, what I mean by that is all of our guests we had, and we're going to just give it random thoughts or a uh, little sidebar conversations we had before, or after, uh, just kind of breaking it down a little bit more. So, Trisha, I should probably introduce myself, huh? What do you think? Sure, go for it. <laughs> so, my name is Colson Cockrell. <laughs> If you don't know already, certified financial fiduciary and independent financial planner with Cher McKinley Group. You know, I really need to get like sound effects like in here where I can just like have people clapping and stuff like a fake audience. Exactly. Uh, and with me as always, and thank you. Thank you. Please. You can sit. Uh, we have Trisha Stetzel with me. Trisha, how are you doing? Hey.
1: Hey, I'm great, Colton. Hey, guys. Trisha all Results Extreme Business Solutions. And this, I believe we started calling your host's perspective as we use play on words.
0: Right, Your host's perspective.
1: Yeah. yeah. So we had four guests in the month of September. And You know what's crazy
0: is we actually, it, that's including our uh, rewind or our perspective as well. So there's we did five shows in September.
1: Oh, shoot. So should we talk about ourselves? I'm kidding. Nah. Nah. <laughs> nah. I mean, yeah. we could.
0: Nah. All
1: right, so early September, we had Joshua Lane on. And who doesn't love to even, you know, hear or think about fitness?
0: Yeah. It's, it's always interesting having someone like uh, Joshua or Josh come into the show because there's always so many questions You know, it's funny because it's broken down into, okay, what is the best workout or what is the best way to eat? You know, it's always so funny to me. But he did share a lot of good stuff that I thought was very helpful. You know, just talking about going to the gym. You don't have to work out like for hours upon hours. I mean, it's, you know, as long as it's, you're there, you have a purpose, you're focusing on it and you're just moving. You know, you don't have to be in the gym forever. And same thing with the eating uh, I thought it was great too. He doesn't say you have to eat like a robot, but you know, enjoy what you're doing, but also at the same time, you know, just be smart, be wise. And he's mobile, which is even cool. Like it's just a, even more of a mix.
1: Yeah. And I think we're seeing a lot more of that now, right? Where businesses are bringing the work out to you, whether it's virtual or even in person. I think the really cool thing about Joshua's model is they come to your home right? Uh, So it's not just virtual. They'll actually come and do private coaching in the comfort of your home. Mm -hmm. So for those people, right, who are looking for a solution, they don't want to go to the gym. They don't like working out outside. It's too hot. They live in Texas, whatever that looks like, right? There are businesses out there that offer an in-home solution. I think
0: that's pretty cool. Yeah. And just the accountability, because that was another big piece of what he spoke about was the accountability behind that. Um, but it, it's really funny, not funny, but interesting how you and I, because we always, again, off screen, we always talk about this is that it's so interesting in a post-COVID world, what's going on and what businesses are doing and the kind of stuff that you hear like, oh, I've, I've never heard that before because, because you had to because of COVID. It's just really interesting how people are transformed and now you have someone coming into your house. That's not new, but still it's something that you know I'm hearing more of. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then we had Heather Carson in, and that was really, you know, when we talk about bridging the gap um, between millennials and ex-geners and baby boomers, she really brought a topic, which could be rather boring. Sorry, Heather. Uh, but really brought it to life for the generations, I think.
0: Yeah. And when you talk, like you said, when you talk about contracts, people are like, uh, but she did give some really helpful tips. And just to go through the, I mean, the importance of having one. And I love that she really did hone into the bridging of the gaps and explaining the millennial versus the, you know, the baby, not I guess baby boomer and Gen Xer breakdown of like, no Gen Xers, baby boomers, they want that contract. They want the harsh language. The millennials were like, ah, I don't want to make them mad or uncomfortable. You know, it's just so funny how there's such a dynamic change. And attorneys are really having to kind of navigate through that and figure out, well, how do I speak on behalf of a millennial or how do I write on behalf of a millennial versus, you know, the baby boomer, Gen X or so. It's, it's really interesting. I, I I thought it was kind of cool. And I never thought I'd say that about a uh, attorney talking about contracts.
1: (laughs) We have only had cool attorneys on the show. I'm just saying. We always have cool
0: attorneys on.
1: (laughs) Well, and you know, the other thing, Really about business contracts, and I love Heather's approach to it. Is when people are worried about you know the language and being too uh, well, they're you know they're my client, and I don't want them to run away. She'll just simply ask them, "Do you want to get paid?" Well, probably need a contract, right? <laughs> Simple as that. You want to get paid? You need a contract. Uh, so she was very good about breaking it down and making it. Um, tangible, I think for all of us, you know, to really see the importance behind having a business contract, no matter what space right, you need that contract in. So that was a really good
0: conversation. And let me because I was curious and I want to get your opinion. We didn't actually talk about this, but do you think that the millennials that they don't want the contract and that they're more like, you know, kind of honor system because they haven't experienced what happens for not having a contract? and the in the gen xers they have and so they they've really made they make sure that it's it's all in writing do you think that might kind of be a part of that or
1: See, i don't know i would throw that question back at you because the way my perception mm-hmm. right around that is that millennials are just trying to be nice to each other mm-hmm. i don't i don't know I mean, yeah maybe i guess it could have something to do with experience but when i started my first business 14 years ago I wanted to get paid and I wasn't going to be friends with my clients, right? Yeah, I have clients now that I'm friends with, but I didn't go into, right, that business thinking, well, I just want to be nice to everyone. No, I went into business so that I can make money,
0: right? You have a service Um, that you want to provide to people and and make friends along the way. Cool. But yeah, it's, you know, it's very interesting. I mean, granted, every client that comes in the door, they sign a contract to work with me. Same thing with your current business now right? So you yeah. do have a contractual obligation to pay a fee or to pay whatever it may be. So, I mean, I get it, but honestly, like the conversation of contracts, my, my business is different where it's not really seen as a contract. It's like, oh, I just got to sign this paperwork to open up this account. And within that is, mm-hmm. you know, the, the language of, you know, how I get paid and all that good stuff. But it's yeah. just, it's really interesting. Uh, very, very fascinating how millennials are so different than Gen Xers in that pers- uh, perspective, you know?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. So speaking of millennials, do you like cake
0: pops? Man, what a tasty treat, huh? (laughs) I'll tell you what, I don't even know how long that podcast was, but I couldn't believe we talked about cake pops that long. I was very impressed that we had that much conversation around cake pops. I will say I am am going to order some because I want to try them. Uh, They sound delicious. And the way that she explained them, I'm like, okay, well, they're going to be fresh. It's not going to be like those the ones in the store that just probably sit there for, for who knows how long. Uh, so I definitely want to try them out. And it's just cool to mix it up. You know, we, we're just, we always talk about business and then boom, now we're going to talk about Cake Pops and a, you know, a young uh, call. Coll- I mean, I think she's what, a freshman in college who started her own little business, right? I think that's so cool mm-hmm. to have something like that and to really learn early how it is to run a business, even, even no matter what it is, right? It's just, I think that's such great and valuable experience.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well, and, you know, cake pops, chocolate covered strawberries, whatever that looks like, right? These sweet treats that she's actually delivering to business owners. So not only is she getting her own entrepreneurial experience of building her business, but she's working with business
0: owners. I think I lost you for a second.
1: Oh, I'm here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I heard you. you, your mouth was up. It's my internet connection. All good. Okay. So we're fine. They probably heard you. You're doing all the recording. <laughs> you probably heard there. me.
1: Okay, good. <laughs> hey, you know what? We are working in this digital world stuff happens right it, exactly. it is just the way it is so really you know I and we got into that discussion around we actually I think we brought up uh, Colton Trout when we had him on the show yeah and right. you know just that entrepreneurial spirit and wanting to have a business and serve people I think it was really cool so having Kaylee on the show is a ton of fun and you're well, right me, not necessarily business related but she is certainly serving business owners
0: oh right? for sure absolutely and now let me ask you this what was your what was your first job? ever.
1: Oh, good grief. I worked at a, I worked at a video store. Really? And you probably don't even know what VH, VHS I,
0: yes, tapes are. Yes, VHS. Are. Very familiar <laughs> with those. Yes. You know
1: what I always remember when, when I start talking about VHS tapes is the big sign that said, do not leave these in your car, in the heat, right? Because we live in Texas. And we had examples of melted VHS tapes that people left in their cars. Yeah. And then they got a, a paper.
0: That's, so what oh, was but it called? I have called? to tell
1: you this. Uh, one stop, okay. One Stop. One Stop, I think is what it was called. And let me tell you this. The guy who owned it decided to put in a snow cone stand. And guess who had to work the snow cone stand? You. This girl. That's yeah. what I'm talking about. I was not very happy about
0: that, <laughs> but I did it. <laughs> hey, free snow cones. That's a cool first job. And what is, your, and I, I just have to ask because, I mean, Kaylee makes me think of this. What, what is your favorite dessert?
1: Oh, anything that has lemon in it. Lemon pie, wow. lemon cake, lemon, lemon, lemons, whatever you put some lemon on it. Lemon meringue. I never guess, oh yeah. Never have guessed my, that. <gasps> really? Yeah. That's What's awesome. your favorite
0: dessert? You know what I love, I love how you're not asking me my first job because I'm just still so young that it doesn't really, <laughs> no, um, my, my favorite dessert is it's, it's called a Chintelli cake and you get them from, um, whole, whole foods, you go into their bakery, they have this, they have these, it's, it's the best thing ever. It has like, it's like four layers of like, it's fruit and icing and like the cake. Oh, it is so good. Just saying. Oh, my
1: gosh. (laughs) Colton's favorite dessert comes from the store.
0: I love uh, Whole Foods. Whole Foods is freshly made. It's it's like a bakery kind of, you know. I love it. That is awesome. Okay, so you have to divulge your first job. Uh, My first job was it was actually video production. I was a uh, a host of a um, it was a small Internet uh, company called Your Town TV, and I was a host of the the teen, uh, it was called, it was called a teen scene. And so I was the host. I would go around and like interview people. Like whenever twilight <laughs> came out, like I went to the movie theater for the grand opening like, you know, it was, it was No crazy. way. Yes. That's
1: awesome. <laughs> and here we are doing a podcast, which was all your idea. Uh, totally yeah, well, your
0: idea. Yeah, but you, you make it better. So, okay. But last person, okay. we had one more person and this one was yes. interesting because it was close to my heart. Event planning was, uh, Savannah, uh, Bessarelli, right? Is that did I say it right? Bessarel, 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 because mm-hmm. I'm getting married. Um, yes, being married on Sunday in a few days, yes. So, very exciting. But the event planning process, she's business, but it was very interesting to hear everything. I mean, even the insurance aspect, I never really thought to couple insurance with event planning, but it makes complete sense when you really think about it, especially with COVID. My gosh, a huge event and then in 2020 and covid happens and then now you're left holding the bag i can't imagine what some uh, people had to experience large companies you were planning these large events in march and april and may
1: yeah absolutely well and i i love that savannah has the hookups right think about an event planner and how many hookups they have and why wouldn't you want to engage them in your event because she talked about having um exclusive discounts to facilities and caterers and all you know you name it she's got the hookups so you could save money by hiring an event planner
0: like you can make more money by hiring a business coach you know but people just they don't they can't see it like that it's like if Mm -hmm. it you can pay a hundred dollars to do an event by yourself or you can hire a for four four vendors or you can hire somebody who gets a discount and each vendor's fifteen dollars or sorry that's bad math uh twenty dollars she costs twenty (laughs) dollars you break even and you save so much time right so it's like why not you know, why not just, I don't know. It's just a different Okay, mindset. the
1: financial advisor has math problems. No. I'm just.
0: Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I got it right, though. You following me? I'm I'm
1: kidding. You know, I'm kidding. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, oh. we did. We had a great month. Um, I'm looking forward to October. And just a sneak peek. I know we didn't talk about this, but uh, Colton and I have been talking about really forming uh, the show around our listeners. Uh, you know, you guys spoke, we listened, and we're really going to start to formulate some guests on the show that you guys are calling out for. And I'm looking forward to making that happen, Colton. Yeah,
0: and, that, and that looks like having um, multiple guests that we've had and have them on multiple times throughout the year, just because of their expertise. And yeah, I, okay. I think it's going to be a really cool direction. Um I think it will be uh, now. I would do want to, I do want to end by Trisha asking you a completely off the wall question that you did not expect. It's gonna be one that you've heard before. Um, so Tricia right now, what is in your refrigerator?
1: Oh, good grief. You know what what is at top of mind is shrimp because uh, (laughs) Mr. Stutzel cooked shrimp at lunch today. And I opened up the fridge earlier and I was like, holy moly, you can (laughs) smell the shrimp, right? Uh, So we have shrimp. We also have grass-fed beef uh, because that was left over from dinner. We have two drawers full of organic produce. Nice. We have um, a piece of ahi tuna that is in there. I'm trying to stay away from my mom's side of the refrigerator. Because... <laughs> <laughs> we have butter, um, the Irish kind, right? The no salted, um, good butter. Cocktail
0: sauce, and if you have shrimp.
1: I bought a Lazy Susan. Do you know what that is?
0: I've heard of that before. Do you have any
1: idea what a Lazy Susan is? So it looks like a plate, but it spins around. It oh, was supposed yes. And ca- it was supposed to go in the cabinet, but it won't fit. So I put it in the refrigerator. <laughs> but listen. <laughs> but, but wait. No, listen. I put... You know how sometimes you get all these jars, right? You've got olives and pickles and, and um, artichokes and all that stuff, and it gets shoved to the back of the refrigerator. Now it can always be wherever you want it to be because it spins in a circle, and I can just bring it to the front.
0: That's actually kind of innovating. I think if we were to create genius, fr- if we were to create a refrigerator with a built-in lazy Susan, just saying, could be a big thing. Damn. Yep. <laughs> Now, now we can't post this so we can keep that idea to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right, wrap it up, friends. Let's go.
0: All right. Well, I'm going to try this on this because I always mess it up. Um, but tune in for this month. Check out all the, all the podcasts, all the guests we have coming out. It's going to be a great time. Um, but And also make sure you check out the podcast from last month. We did not have a lot of great guests and they had a lot of good information. So make sure you do that. But this concludes this week's episode. Tune in next week for another exciting episode of Bridge the Gap. We're connecting business perspectives. Did I get it? Whoop, whoop. Nice. You got it. Thank you again for tuning into this week's episode of Bridge the Gap, connecting business perspectives. If there's a certain professional or profession that you want to hear from, leave a comment in this week's Facebook post. Please subscribe and share this podcast. Colton Cocker with Sharon McKinley Group LLC is located at 820 South Friendsville, Suite 207, Friendswood, Texas 77546 phone number 281-992-5698. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, Inc. Member Finner, Civic. McKinley Group is not an affiliate of Next Financial Grouping.